Yeah, hello everybody. Welcome to Shahalan Shivesh. All right, I don't know what accent that was, but uh, I think it was mental. Um, welcome to the Harland Highway, as I tried to say just seconds ago and failed at. Um, I am Harland Williams, your host. I will be guiding you through this madhouse today. And uh, thank you for being here. Bless you, my children. What? Uh, all kinds of goofy stuff to talk about today. I, I'm long overdue, but I have to have a visit with Dr. Ascot. So I'm going to be doing some on-air therapy, air quotes, therapy with this guy. Uh, he's been away for a while on sabbatical. I've got to pick it up where we left off. Not happy about it, but hang around for that. Uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, pastries. Um, delicious pastries that are kind of obscure, but not obscure and have funny names. We have to get into that. Um, we're going to talk about people who remake songs and there's certain people that shouldn't be allowed to remake songs. And believe me, I'm going to get into that. And then lastly, yours truly got attacked in his sleep. Yes, I was fast asleep, a full on attack in my sleep. It's horrible. But then it always is, right here, on the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, brah? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. Then I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Oh, yes. Here we go. Here we go. Um, you hear that song? You hear that song playing in the background? Who doesn't know this song? Right? Classic rock and roll. Guns and Roses. Sweet Child O' Mine. Uh, you know, just like an anthem. It was, it was like uh, during the, uh, the 80s when uh, there was like a lot of hair bands. Or maybe this, this might have even been like the early 90s. But uh, there's a lot of like uh, hair bands, flocks of seagulls, and uh, then the grunge movement came. And everything was starting to kind of skew the same way. And then all of a sudden, these guys hit the airwaves. And it was like, oh, man, here's some hardcore rocking dudes, man. And they had the whole bad boy image to go with it. And, you know, they really uh, they really were a true symbol of and a true uh, flavoring of real rock and roll, right? So this is one of those songs that you kind of put on the shelf and, uh, you know, you kind of stick them up there with, like, the likes of Led Zeppelin and people that, that will always be identified as, as real hardcore rock and roll. And so what happens a lot these days, and here's where I'm going with this, my sweet children of mine, um, is that a lot of singers nowadays either try to make their way on the backs of hit songs... Or they're already successful and they think it'll be cool to 
take a hit song and redo it, which sometimes has been done successfully. But what's happening a lot nowadays is they're doing the Lilith Fair version of these rock songs. In other words, they're 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 taking uh, like some girl or some guy with a really soft voice who's trying to portray like this sensitive, you know, coffee house lounge singer vibe. Right, and it's like a, you know, like a solo guitar, an acoustic guitar, and you know they're sitting on a stool at a poetry bar or something, and they take like a rock classic like this, and they sing it, and they put it out there. And I'm not kidding. I, I forget what airline it is. I think it's Delta Airlines. When you fly on certain airlines, they have kind of their own little uh, stable of music that they play. You know, they'll play it for a cycle and then move on. But, the, you know, a couple of the flights I've been on in the last half year, I get on the plane, we're sitting on the runway, we're waiting for everyone to load, and they're they're playing this music over the, uh, the PA system. And it's some, like, Taylor Swift type or Kelly Carlson type or K- Kelly whatever, the, the chick from, <laughs> from America's... Favorite videos or whatever. I don't know what she is. Kelly Clarkson. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> um, or you got some, like, you know, soft-spoken, like, Dido or Dildo or whoever it is. And they're singing. They have the, the, the nuts to sing Sweet Child of Mine. And it's kind of, I swear to God, it's like, it's like, She's got eyes of the bluest skies, and if she started to rain, I'd look into those eyes, and I would see an ounce of pain. Her hair reminds me. All right, are you annoyed yet? Yeah. Her hair reminds me of a soft, sweet play. Stop it. Just stop, right? Just stop it. And and this is a fully produced, like, full-on, like, release. And what I'm here to say today is stop it. Just stop it. J-S-I. Just stop it. It's hard for me to find letters. Uh, Just stop it. Because, no, it doesn't work. It's annoying, it's grating, it's grinding, and uh, it just it just soils a legendary rock song, okay? The only one you could ever really do it to is Stairway to Heaven because it's already kind of soft and melodic, right? It's like, there's a lady who show all the glitters is gold, and she's buying Stairway. Can I get a coffee? Yeah. Could you just slide me a coffee? Yeah. When she gets there, she knows. Yeah, double cream, double sugar. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, she got... You know, I mean, come on. But don't do it. Don't do it to an ACD song. ACDC song. Right? I'm on a high way to hell. Don't stop me, highway to hell. Oh, yeah. Right? Doesn't work, man. How about the scorpions? 
here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. Here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. No. I feel sick. I feel sick even doing this, man. Don't you feel queasy? But these artsy-fartsy folk singer types, these Taylor Swifts or whoever's doing it, J-S-I, just stop it. Please. Ugh, it makes my stomach turn. So there you go. That's that's my early day beef here on the highway. Um, so J-S-I. And speaking of which, I'm going to... JSI talking about this because I, I got to go take some vomit pills. He's taking some vomit pills because he feels real sick. Could I also get a Cinecram muffin? Yeah. Thank you. He's going to puke. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay, now speaking of coffee lounges, because now this got my mind turning. And, you know, I was talking about the Cinecram muffins and all that. Uh, it brought me around to thinking about pastries. And uh, you're, you're like, what? Is this, this, is this where I turn off this show? Is this where the podcast gets deep six? No, 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 no. This is where it gets tasty, delicious, and interesting. Um... You probably know this, but maybe you don't know this. But there's a bunch of weird pastries out there that that cross our paths from time to time. And I think we need to talk about them because I'm confused and I'm we- I'm weirded out by these pastries. And I'm talking about like pastries with weird names, but we don't question them, we just eat them. How many of you have had a bear claw? What? You're in the middle of a city, okay? You're at a Starbucks, or you're at a, you're at a, you're at some kind of coffee shop or a deli. Yes, waiter, I'd like a bear claw, please. Excellent, sir. We just got a truckload of grizzlies in this afternoon. Let me get out back and chop some of their hands off. Thank you. Who the hell named the bear claw? I mean, that that's an animal's foot. That's part of an animal's foot. I mean, can you imagine uh, ordering? Yeah, give me a hangnail. And uh, do you have any more ingrown toenails left? Those are delicious. Yeah, the, the ones with the sprinkles on them. Yeah, and if you got, look, I know I'm, I'm late. These things usually go sell by 9 o'clock. Do you have any more athletes' feet? Because I'd love a dozen. I'd love a baker's dozen of athletes' feet. And give me a unicorn hoof. Yeah. And give me some pig's feet. Pickled pig's feet with that bear claw. What the hell? Can you imagine eating a bear claw? Where does that even come from? Was there some hunter out in the woods and he was lost and he's got starved to death and he found like a dead bear carcass and the only thing left on it were the claws and he like 
ate them? I don't know. Just a weird name. It's like a wild animal's body part, and we order it with our coffee. You give me a hot chocolate and uh, give me a lion's forehead. Yeah, I'd love a lion's forehead. And do you have any more uh, zebra legs? Yeah. Yeah, and also, you know what? While we're here, you know, what the hell? What the hell? It's Friday, okay? It's Friday. Give me a hippopotamus ball. Yeah, the left one. Thank you. (laughs) I I don't get it, man, but it it keeps going. How many of you have had a horn? There's a a cinnamon horn or a cheese horn. Who came up with this one? A horn? (laughs) Hi, I'd like a strawberry. Excuse me, sir? You heard me. I want a strawberry. Honk! And while you're at it, give me a raspberry. Aouga! Aouga! Sir, you heard me. Yes, sir. Fonk, you, fonk, you, fonk, ass. Um, so, I, I don't know. Horn? Who the hell came up with a horn? Some guy driving down the road? Someone gave him the horn and he, I don't know. Threw a donut at the guy. I don't know what how these come. How about this? A puff. <laughs> how many of you have ever had a puff? <laughs> Waiter, I'd like some puffs, please. Yes, sir. Let me float up into the sky and grab you some clouds. Would you like cumulus or thunder? I'll try the thunder puff, please. The cumulus are much better. They're softer. Okay, they look puffier too. Who came up with that one? Look what I made, everybody. A puff. I don't know. A turnover? What the hell's a a turnover? That that don't imply like I'm asleep and I wake up in the morning and I turn over and there's like a fresh, delicious, steaming hot pastry laying on the other pillow. Oh, I love to turn over in the morning. It's such a delicious experience. (gasps) Oh. I turned over this morning. Oh, my God. Raspberry turnover. Good morning to me. Looks like an angel visited my room last night. A turnover angel. <laughs> what the hell? And uh, this is the last one I'll do. There's there's many more, but I'm just a little befuddled by these. A knot? How many of you have ever had a knot? A cinnamon knot? A berry knot? An apricot knot? I hope not. Not. I mean, just the just the sound of that sounds like it would get twisted up in your stomach. I mean, I'm guessing if it's called a knot, it looks like a knot. It sounds pretty close to snot, but it's not. It's not. It's not snot. It's not. It's not. It's really not snot. It's not. It's a knot, not snot. Wow, this could turn into a new Dr. Seuss book. Um, But, uh, you know, imagine getting a length of old sailor's rope off the side of a pier and going, oh, my God, do you see that, Jim? Yeah, man, I see that. Is that a a motherfucking knot? Yeah, that's a knot, dude. Look at that knot just swaying against all the barnacles. It looks like there's a crab running up it. Oh, shit, man, that's like a seafood knot, man. Yeah. 
What do you say we go get that? Yeah, man. Well, let's go get that knot. Let's go get that seafood knot, man. Yeah, let's get. Can we share it? Oh, yeah, man. We go share that knot. You go cut a rope and cut the knot off it and eat it? What the hell? Who comes up with this stuff? Some sailor out at sea? Arg, I'm delirious. I have scurvy. Arg, I can't think straight. I've been without food or water. Adrift on the sea for 29 days. Someone bring me a knot. Arg. In fact, there's a couple there on me rope. I'll just eat those knots. Arg, they're so delicious. When I get back home, I'll open a pastry shop. Deep fry the knots and sell them to the public. I wonder if Don Knotts ever ate knots. Mr. Furley! Give me some knots, Janice! I don't know. Just weird names. Weird names like Harland. What? Yeah, I have a weird name. Who cares? And speaking of twisted up knots, twisted up weird knots, maybe my mind gets twisted up, and I know he hasn't been here for a while. I haven't said anything. I I kind of hoped that this whole me having to visit with Dr. Ascot thing had gone away, because I, I think you might have noticed Pavement Pounders. He hasn't been in for a while. And I certainly wasn't going to raise the alarm. I wasn't wandering around asking. So it turns out this guy was on some kind of sabbatical over in the Middle East. I guess uh, attending seminars and and, uh, immersing himself in some some type of uh, Buddhist rituals and all these things that are helping to take him to a higher plane. I'm talking about my... My therapist, my on-air therapist, that the powers that be here at the podcast make me uh, make me sit down with, and he psychoanalyzes or helps me mentally. the The powers that be here feel that uh, it uh, helps take the edge off of me, and that I, I won't be a liability and say something inflammatory. Blah blah blah. You know the drill. You've been listening to me with this idiot. So sadly, I guess he's back. I have to go into a session with him. And as always, I have to do it live on air, which is embarrassing enough. So here we go, gang. Put your hockey helmets on. It's time for me and Dr. Ascot. Hello, Arland. Oh, God. Arland. Hello. Hello, Arland. I just said hello. Hello, Arland. I said hello. Stop saying my name. Arland. Stop it. Arland. What are we doing today? And what's with those socks? Arland, they're wonderful socks. Purple and black stripes. Arland. What are we doing? Why don't you tell me what we're doing, Arland? What does that mean? Well, I am your analyst, Arland. Why don't you tell me how you're feeling? I don't know. I've been having... I'm in a rut. Excuse me. I'm in a rut. I'm having one of those little blocks of time where I feel worthless and useless and I don't feel like 
I mean anything in the world, and I just feel small and like a piece of garbage all of Well, I don't. I wouldn't put it like that, but yes, I feel like meaningless. I feel like a dirty chocolate bar wrapper blowing down the street, Arland. Well, I guess if you want to put it that way, a pile of steaming horse manure sitting in a field with flies all over it, Arland. Well, look, come on, wait a minute. Well, you said it, Arland. All right, well, you don't have to... Look, Arlen, the thing I can tell you about this state of mind is that you have to acknowledge. You have to acknowledge this emptiness. Okay, acknowledge. Not just acknowledge, Arlen, but acknowledge. What, 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 what does that mean? Acknowledge. Why are you dragging it out like that? Because that demonstrates the depth of it all, and you are very, very deep into a black pit of nothingness. Nothingness? I said nothingness, Arland. I thought I heard you say nothingness, Arland. All right, so I'm in a b- black pit of nothingness, and I have to acknowledge... That's excellent, Arlen. Try that again. Acknowledge. Excellent, Arlen. Yes, you must acknowledge. And how do I do that, Ascot? Arlen. How? Arlen, what you have to do is just say to yourself, I am this or I am that, and you will get through it. You will climb the mountain of emptiness and despair and you'll run out of things to call yourself and come out the other side it's a it's an old psychologist trick Arland well I'd be willing to try anything I I guess excellent Harland you steaming pile of shit excuse me Harland the process has begun well you don't have to go there Arlen, you are a piece of garbage. And I need to hear you say it. Well, I don't know if I want to say... Arlen, acknowledge. Well, what do I... Think of something horrible and tell yourself you are that useless, meaningful piece of garbage, Arlen. Okay, I'm a... I'm a old, dirty Kleenex in the garbage can. Excellent, Arlen. Keep going. I'm an empty soup can in a garbage dump. Excellent, Arlen. Very worthless. Keep going. Well, I don't know, Arlen. Proceed. I'm a, I'm an old bag of kitchen garbage full of grapefruit rinds and coffee grinds and, and, and old TV dinner boxes. Excellent, Arlen. Excellent acknowledge. I think I think I'm good. I think I feel what you're saying. I feel I feel good. I think maybe that that helped in a weird way. Oh, so now you're telling me my job, are you? You steaming pile of rhinoceros afterbirth. What? I think you heard me. You useless piece of puffed up. Diarrhea crab bait. Okay, enough. Don't tell me enough, you 
stinky, crab-covered piece of onion-flaked cocoa butter shit. Okay, you know what? Now you're just making up stupid things. Garbage bag crap pussy lips. Okay, out! Get the hell out! You made this whole thing up! Did I, you demented, bent piece of penis head meat? Get out of here! You idiot! I'm leaving. Salami fuck sandwich. Retard dildo breath. Get out! I really meant the last one, Arland. Get out! What a dillweed. God! Why couldn't he have just stayed over in the Middle East or India or wherever the hell he went? He sounds more demented than ever. What a crackpot. What a nut. I'd like to punch that guy in the head. Not really, but... Speaking of getting punched in the head, this this is a story. This is, this is a creepy, crazy story. I punched myself in the head recently. I'm not kidding. I punched myself in the head, and I don't mean the head between my shoulders. Okay, guys? I punched myself in that other head, the head down below, but between the legs. And this is the weirdest thing, man. I was vacationing. I was down in Florida at this place, and uh, I was vacationing. It was nighttime. I was at this great place, and, um, uh, you know, big king-size bed, and I'm sleeping. It's nighttime, obviously. Uh, You know, the, the air conditioner's on, and I'm, you know, I'm sleeping in the buff. You know, because that's what you do in Florida, man. You can't have a stitch of clothing on in Florida. In fact, you should be able to walk around nude there because they got that sick heat, right? So uh, I'm in this air-conditioned heaven, and along with the heat in Florida comes another thing, bugs. There are a lot of bugs in Florida, and it's inevitable. You can't get them out of your house. They're in your house. They're in your hotel. They're in your vacation home. They're in your candy store, ev- everywhere. And especially our old friend, the cockroach, okay? And in Florida, cockroaches are not the little tiny ones you see in the Midwest, okay? Cockroaches in Florida are tropical, man. These things are literally like they're probably about two to three inches long. They're they're really big. Like when you step on them, there's like a pop. There's like a pop and a squirt and there's juices flying everywhere and a crack. There's no other sound like stepping on a big fat cockroach. Ugh. And uh, so here's here's the scenario. It's nighttime. I'm sleeping in Florida. Crickets are chirping. And I'm fast asleep, and for some reason I start to come out of my sleep. I'm in that I'm in that daisy hazy dream world state, and there's probably a reason because I felt something like on my leg. And at first, when you come out of that dream state, you're like, "Am I dreaming? Am I am I dreaming? There's something on my leg." And then you go through kind of these stages. It's it's like driving through the fog, right, in your car. And then slowly, 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 things get clearer. 
So that's what happened to me. I'm waking up, and it's becoming clear to me that there really is something on my leg. But I'm still kind of zoned out, and it's almost like this, it's, it's a giant cockroach. And it's almost like the further up my leg this cockroach gets, the, the more I'm coming out of the fog, right? So we're kind of moving at the same time. It's like picture the cockroach and me driving side by side coming out of the fog. Except his, his path of action is up my leg and up my inner thigh. And my path of action is like slowly waking up and getting clarity. And so by the time this thing gets like right to my inner thigh, like right beside the family jewels, now I'm awake, I'm in full realization that there's a three-inch grimy, flea-infested cockroach on a uh, sacred area of my body. And, you know, cockroaches have, what, 9, 10, 11, 12 legs? So I can feel every leg crawling on my flesh. And as you know, everybody, feel your inner thigh. Your inner thigh is kind of a soft, delicate, sensitive area. It's, it's not like there's a big muscle there that we use to lift weights and, you know, kick soccer balls and stuff like that. The inner thigh is kind of that soft, doughy kind of pudding area, right? It's a very uh, velvet-like surface, and, and so when you feel something on it, it's sensitive. And I don't know if, if we, we were made by that by des- made made by design for that reason, you know, so that when when uh, humans are having an intimate time together, may, maybe the the skin on the inner thigh is a bit softer and a bit more sensitive. Maybe that that's part of uh, our our chemistry, our our bi- biological makeup. It was all part of the uh, the lovemaking game when we were created or we evolved or whatever. So anyways, and if you don't believe me, re- reach into your inner thigh right now and just kind of touch it with your fingertips. W- wiggle your fingertips on it. And you'll see it's it's a little more it's a little more soft and touchy feeling and everything else. So now picture a three inch cockroach moving up that in the dark. <laughs> God. Right? So here I am, and your first reaction is to hit the damn thing, right? And by the way, at first I didn't know it was a cockroach because I'm coming out of a sleep, and, I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm in a daze, and it's like 2, 3 in the morning, so you're coming out of the, your deepest sleep, and all you feel is legs and movement uh, on, your, on your inner thigh, and it's like, what the? So I just start flailing, man. I start flailing. You know how... You know when when you get a bug on you or a bee flies by you, you your reflexes become really fast. You're like, oh, what was that? And you swat at it or you you dart your head to the other side or whatever. You, your reflexes become like cat-like. Whenever there's a creepy crawly on you or near you, you, you like move, man. So that's the same with me. Suddenly I'm wailing. I'm just like punching. I got a clenched fist. I'm punching. You know, because I'm half asleep, I kind of forget what's where I'm at and what I'm punching at. I'm not kidding. I punched at this thing I don't know how many times, and I punched myself right in the nuts. <laughs> I literally punched my own uh, meatballs with my own fist. Now, fortunately, it was kind of a grazing punch. It wasn't a full-on, like, UFC 
you're down for the count kind of punch. But nonetheless, I felt it, and the uh, if you guys have ever been hitting the nuts, there's kind of that lingering after effect. There's that little, oh, that twang of pain that kind of takes forever to go away. So here I go. <laughs> Beautiful sleep, Florida, crickets chirping, and now all of a sudden I'm in a fight with my with my testicles. Bang! Ooh! Oh, it was wicked. So I'm up out of the bed faster than you could yell, fire! And uh, I see the cockroach. I see the culprit. Now he's sitting in the sheets, these white sheets. So there's this big brown cockroach on top of these, you know, beautiful snow white sheets. I run into the bathroom. I grab like a Kleenex. I flap open the sheets. The thing's still sitting there, and I just grab them, and there's that squish. Not in the sheets, in the Kleenex, right? And so now, even though physically the ordeal's over, now I'm left with what we call the heebie-jeebies, right? You've got that that sensation where the thing's still there. Your, Your memory keeps replaying the sensation of those bug legs on your inner thigh. You're kind of still like squirming. It's like when you get out of the water and you're you're cold. You keep shivering. Well, the heebie-jeebies is like you can't kind of shake the memory of what just happened, and you're like ooh, ooh, so now I got to crawl back into the bed, and of course now my legs are feeling around for like other bugs, and I'm starting to think, how did a bug get in here? Why is it here? Is there more? And so you're dealing with that aftermath, and oh, and not only that, but the worst part, I punched myself in my own nuts. How many guys have ever done that? This could be a first. Wow. So there you go. Cockroach one, Williams nothing. Although in the end, I squished the crap out of that cockroach, so maybe, maybe I did win that round, but... I'm scarred. I'm scarred emotionally. I'm scarred physically. And uh, now I sleep uh, in a garbage bag with a Ziploc tie around my neck so nothing can touch me. It's beautiful. And I've lost 75 pounds. (laughs) Okay. Creepy story to end on, but we do have to end. Ugh. Or or maybe not. Maybe Dr. Ascot was creepier than what I just described. I, th- I think so. But uh, at any rate, my fine friends, uh, that is the show for today. I hope you had a good time. Please spray yourself in off before you go to bed tonight. And uh, thank you for being here. Um, don't forget uh, to check out my new app. The Harland app is available at harlandapp.com, and it's got all kinds of fun uh, ringtones and Dr. Ascot ringtones and downloads and photo things and all kinds. It's a, it's a blast. I think you'll have a real riot. It's a free app. You can download it onto your cell phone, harlandapp.com, and uh, please, I encourage you to check it out. Uh, make sure you check out my new Nickelodeon cartoon, Robot and Monster, Put it in your uh, in your digital recorder, Robot and Monster on Nickelodeon. I do the voice of Monster, and I'm just telling you this because I really think it's a fun show, and 
you'll dig it. Especially if you have kids, they'll dig it too. Something for the family to watch together. Uh, don't forget to visit harlowwilliams.com where you can uh, visit the store, pick up your merchandise. And uh, if you want to uh, leave any comments or letters, you can write me at har- harlowwilliams.com. Or if you want to leave a voice message, it might make it onto the show, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. And, uh, and there you go. Um, I'm getting excited. I'm heading up to... Uh, I'm heading out, I should say, to start shooting my new sitcom called Package Deal. Uh, we start shooting here in the next uh, week or so, and uh, I'm very jazzed. I'll keep you updated on that sitcom, and uh, and there you go. There you go. That is a uh, a sitcom. That is a, not a sitcom, a podcast. That is a podcast and a half right there. Hang on. <laughs> I just sprayed my testicles with off. Um, that's our show, gang. Hope you had a good time. Tell your friends about the Harlan Highway, please. Uh, we want to share the laughter. Um, and that's it. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, a great big bowl of termite-free chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs> <laughs>